Lord's Health System, one of the region's leading healthcare providers, proudly presents Lord's Health Talk. Here's Melanie Cole. According to the CDC, approximately 5 million adults in the United States suffer from heart failure. Lord's new program in LVADS offers hope for patients with severely debilitated hearts. My guest today is Dr. Robert Mohopatra. He's a cardiologist and the medical director of the heart failure program at Lord's Health System. Welcome to the show, doctor. So uh, when we're talking about heart failure, people think it's the same thing as a heart attack. Please just start with a working definition of what heart failure is. Sure, Melanie. So the simplest way to describe heart failure is, you know, heart failure can be related to a variety of conditions, but essentially what happens in it, Melanie, is that the heart is just not able to pump enough blood to meet the demands of the body. Um, and it, like I mentioned, it can happen because of a variety of reasons. It could be because of patients having had prior heart attacks. It could be related to them having heart arrhythmias, um, problems with heart valves, um, which can contribute to this as well. So there's a variety of different conditions which can lead to it. But the bottom line is when a patient is diagnosed with congestive heart failure, their heart is not able to pump enough blood to meet the demands of their body. So people have heard in the media and on television shows about LVADs. What is that? So LVADs are left ventricular assist devices are mechanical pumps which are attached to a patient's heart which serve to help patient's hearts pump stronger and get more blood out to the rest of their body. And they are, um, you know, pretty significant devices which are intended only for patients that are really the sickest of those patients that we have with congestive heart failure. So usually one of the classification criteria that we have for a patient to receive a left ventricular assist device is a patient who's classified as having end-stage heart failure. But the purpose of the left ventricular assist device will be to help a patient's heart uh, with the device to pump enough blood to meet the demands of their body. So this used to be really a bridge to a heart transplant necessarily. Is it being used in some cases as a long-term solution? That's a great question, Melanie. And you're absolutely right. The initial indication for a left ventricular assist device was is what we would call a bridge to getting patients to heart transplant. So a patient would have you know, what I described earlier, end-stage heart failure, where they would have very significant symptoms, you know, very poor quality of life, really unable to carry out any regular daily activities, such as making their bed or even being able to, to prepare meals. And when we had patients in those situations, we realized that a lot of these patients weren't making it to heart transplants because they weren't able to live long enough to, to get to that transplant. Um, so once left ventricular assist devices came out and were approved by the FDA, they were used to help carry patients over until they could get that heart transplant. And what's happened over the last few years now is the devices have gotten uh, improved with their technologies. We've noticed that patients are living longer with left ventricular assist devices. And as a result of that, a few years ago, the FDA did approve left ventricular assist devices for what we call destination therapy, meaning that the device is implanted on a patient who may not be a candidate for a transplant, and that patient is just going to you know, live with this left ventricular assist device you know, going forward. Who can get an LVAD? So there's various criteria for patients to uh, receive an LVAD. I think a couple of the simplest criteria are there have to be patients with end-stage heart failure, which is classified as an injection fraction of 25% or less, Uh, and then patients that we would also classify as being either New York Heart Association uh, 3B or Class 4 heart failure patients. Uh, or two of the, the main criteria. So, you know, essentially patients with very weak hearts and patients who have, you know, the most advanced form of heart failure. So, doctor, if it is being used as a destination therapy, how will medications change after LVAD procedure if people have been on 
Coumadin, or various medications for their heart failure. Does any of that change with Alvad? Right. So that's a great question, Melanie. So medications will change after patients have left ventricular assist devices placed. Um, you know, it is not a cure for patients having congestive heart failure. It is just another treatment option that we have. So patients still will require to be treated with medications. But what we see more often than not is that patients are going to require fewer medications compared to prior to needing, uh, you know, prior to having the operation done. So, you know, even though it's not a cure, patients are, are going to feel much better once they have the device placed and require fewer medications. Uh, the one medication that they will require, however, is Coumadin because uh, left ventricular assist devices are mechanical pumps which are in uh, a patient's body attached to their heart. They do require the treatment of a blood thinner. So then what is life like for that patient that's had ventricular assist device implanted? Can they have sex? Can they take showers? Can they be active and do exercise? What is life like? Absolutely. And I think there's two reasons um, that we encourage our patients with end-stage heart failure to, to receive these LVADs. First off, they're going to live longer. Um, the data shows very clearly that when you have patients who receive left ventricular assist devices, compare them to patients that are treated medically, patients with left ventricular assist devices clearly live longer. Um, but just as importantly as that, Melanie, is that patients regain their quality of life. They become more functionally active. They're able to carry out, you know, activities that they would normally like to do, you know, able to, you know, go shopping, you know, walk around comfortably without having any symptoms. And, you know, with some of those other cases um, that, that may be a little bit on the rare side, there was a, a recent video that I saw one of my colleagues sent me the other day of a patient who was actually a bodybuilder who went back to training after he had a left ventricular assist device placed. So patients can live longer with the devices. They can have an improved quality of life. And for the most part, go out and, and carry out day-to-day -day activities of life, you know, w without a problem. Are they still waiting for a heart transplant at that time? So it depends on the patient, Melanie. A lot of times when patients are referred, um, when they have end-stage heart failure, you know, the first question we will ask is, is this patient a candidate for a heart transplant or not? And then based on that, um, that'll kind of help guide us as we go down the road with these patients. And if a patient is deemed to be a potential candidate for a transplant, then this may be what we call a bridge until they're capable of getting the transplant. While in other patients, for different reasons, it may be because they're a little bit older and they don't meet the age cutoff for patients to receive transplants or they have you know, other underlying medical problems that prevent them from getting a transplant, uh, such as a history of cancer you know, within the last few years, they may be candidates for LVADs with the intention of this being placed as what we call destination therapy, meaning they're going to have the LVAD you know, implanted and that they're going to go ahead and just live with that device afterwards. What's the battery situation? Is this worn outside the chest and does it have to be replaced? Sure. So there is a battery which helps drive the device. Uh, the batteries are external, and, and patients normally have like a, either some sort of uh, pack that they wear around their abdomen, which contains the battery. The batteries do have to be changed, and they are connected to the device by uh, what we call a drive line, which goes through a patient's abdomen, and has, there's a small little incision through their skin on the side of their abdomen where the line comes out from. So patients normally are, are given multiple packs of batteries, um, and are educated in terms of the importance of how long the batteries last, how often they need to be recharged, and the importance of having, you know, fully charged batteries at all times. So um, the batteries last for, you know, quite a long time. So it's not, you know, the patients are unable to go out of their house with concerns of having to um, constantly change their batteries. So usually, you know, we do educate our patients about it when they're going out. 
you know, based on where they're going, normally they may need to take one battery, but if they're going out for an extended period of time, they may want to take two just to be on the safe side. And then wrap it up and give us your best advice for people who may be suffering from heart failure. And tell us about the Lord's Dedicated Heart Failure Program. Sure. So what I would summarize LVADs for, Melanie, is for those patients that have end-stage heart failure, you know, I think it's very important that they know that there is another treatment option for them, um, which can help them live longer, but more importantly, um, improves their functional status and improve their quality of life, uh, because I think it's just as important as living longer. Uh, so, you know, I think we'd encourage patients to talk to their doctor if they've been given the diagnosis of congestive heart failure, um, if this is something that they may be a candidate for. And in regards to Lourdes and, you know, our program taking care of patients with left ventricular devices, this is something that I've been very passionate about, uh, because as the director of the heart failure program here at Our Lady of Lourdes, I've, I've noticed over the past few years that this is, you know, LVADs are not something that are new. They've been out for some time, and a lot of the major tertiary centers and Delaware Valley, specifically in Philadelphia, have been implanting them. But a lot of times we were transferring our patients over there, Melanie, and, and patients would come back to us where we would see them, and they would tell us that, you know, the, the burden of having to constantly travel um, to get all the care across the river was was very difficult for them. And, and, you know, once we heard that from multiple patients, we realized the importance of being able to offer this care locally. So with the shared per program that we have right now, essentially when we identify these patients who have end-stage heart failure who are candidates for left ventricular assist devices, we're in contact with some of the surgically implanting centers uh, throughout the area. We'll discuss the cases and complete the entire workup for these patients uh, locally. So that way patients have, uh, their cases have been discussed, the workup is completed, they may have to travel to the implanting center once or twice at the most to meet with the team to discuss everything with the surgeon. And then they're given an operation date, they're operated on, and and once everything's completed from that and they're discharged from the hospital, they come back and continue to follow with us locally for their care. Thank you so much. It's really great information, Doctor, for being with us today. You're listening to Lord's Health Talk, and for more information, you can go to lordsnet.org. That's lordsnet.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.